So we got another uh, IQ uh, presenter here, and we're with uh, EpiGo and Anubhav Dar and John Brindisi of EpiGo. So uh, how are you guys doing today? Good. good. How are you doing? Good. 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 So uh, what is EpiGo? Yeah. So essentially, EpiGo is looking to replace EpiPen and other mimicked products on the market. So what the big problem is, there's three and a half million Americans that are prescribed EpiPens every year. And these people face a real issue with convenience, comfortability, and basically how expensive EpiPens have become. So what we're looking to do is provide consumers with an alternative to the EpiPen through a wearable form factor, reloadable cartridges, and obviously a more cost-effective design. Nice, nice. So uh, do you guys use EpiPens? No, we don't, <laughs> but a number of our advisors uh, do, and you know, we constantly hear from them how, how valuable something like this would be to them. And, and we hear you know, online, we've seen the media reports, and we've seen the backlash that EpiPens have caused because so many people use them. Yet so many people can't afford them, right? So most people have to spend six hundred, over six hundred dollars out of pocket annually, and you know that that goes over eighteen thousand dollars over the course of their lifetime spending on epipens. And you know when they see something like this, it's kind of a huge value proposition where they don't have to, you know, leave it in their car or something. It's a, it's a good thing for them because it's always on their wrist, and they get to save money in the long term because they never have to buy another epipen again. Oh, nice. We, we actually had uh, <laughs> we actually had someone in here earlier talking about uh, he's lost a bunch of epipens. Just, you know, just not having it on them. He yeah. doesn't know where they go. They just, poof, disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a definitely a big problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of people, it's too, they're too big to keep in your pocket. So most people resort to a backpack, purse, or just their car. And that's obviously not effective. So yeah. now, can you explain um, just, like, what EpiGo is? Like, how it works and all that? Yeah. So EpiGo is basically the form factor of a smartwatch or watch that you would wear on a regular basis. And essentially, we incorporate... The watch form factor with reloadable cartridges so that way when you're in the need of use when you need to use epinephrine when you're going uh, through anaphylaxis you basically just strap off the watch as you would with any other smartwatch or watch and then you pull out the cartridge and inject yourself it's pretty straightforward that's very interesting so uh so tell us about it like how did you guys get into this iq i mean are you guys still at school did you guys graduate where are you guys at yeah so IQ, first of all, we uh, this was actually a very last minute thing. I applied the night before. <laughs> you and everybody else. Everybody, everybody else, really? Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a trend. Yeah, no, it was very, very last minute. I think we applied at ten o'clock, and the deadline was eleven fifty nine. The same freaking thing. The same freaking thing. Okay. But um, this I actually is, pulled. Anubhav's a high school senior right now. He just graduated oh, high nice. school, very good. and he'll be going to college next semester, obviously. But um, so I pulled Anubhav in after we applied and after we had been submitted, and uh, just kind of took it from there. Nice, nice. So specialties, like so, so wh wh where are you guys at? I mean, what 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 yeah, each one so, you do? And so I'm kind of I'm the CEO of the company, so COO, so yeah. Chief Operations. So I've had an internship with the Naval Submarine Medical Research Laboratory Ooh. out in Groton. Uh, you know, doing projects for the U.S. Navy last year in uh, operations research, task analysis, human factors engineering. So kind of on the operations logistics side of the business, that's where I am. And then we have John on the the leadership and the management side, and kind of. Um, clientele, stuff like that. And then we have uh, our CTO, our Chief t t uh, Technology and Design Officer, which is Matt. He's not here right now, but he's kind of on the 3D printing, modeling, uh, sketching, and all that kind of uh, design aspects. So that's where we are. With that. Nice, nice. So wh why did you have to go through IQ? Um, did, you just, did you just come in with the idea? or Because it, it seems like you, you didn't use EpiPen, so it didn't, wasn't like you, you had that need that it was like burning in your mind. Yeah, so before we applied, there was actually another UConn event called the UConn Hackathon. And essentially, the hackathon, everyone's given the same problem, and they're tasked to solve it within 24 hours. 
So the problem was, how can you redefine the allergy industry, essentially? And obviously, a big part of the allergy industry is EpiPens yep. and people using them. So a lot of teams took it from the same perspective where we were trying to redefine how the EpiPen is used or where it's put in your pocket or just things generally relating to that. So essentially, we gained the idea from that. And then a week later, I remembered seeing this opportunity for the IQ. And I was like, we need to apply for this. Nice, nice. And so... Um Okay, so so you're going through it. Um, how did that go? Like, I mean, when when you did the pitch, um, tell us a little bit about that process. Today? You know, well, the, today and even get into it, because because uh, the thing is that we want to understand like your mentality before you got into the incubator, and then how that's changed. Because you obviously had a pitch to get into the incubator, then you went through it, and now you know you're here today. So yeah, so I think from now to then, it's become a lot less intimidating. So the first pitch that I had to give was obviously to make it within the top ten submissions to get invited to this IQ. Mm -hmm. And that pitch lasted about 14 minutes, and then they grilled us for six minutes with questions. And I gave that pitch totally alone, so it was kind of nerve-wracking. Uh, today, I felt a lot more comfortable because in between that point and to now, they've trained us a lot in understanding the actual functions behind a business and everything that you need to understand in order to feel comfortable being an entrepreneur. And, you know, the last six weeks, it's just been kind of like like everything. Like We've been going through the every like ins and outs of the medical industry business or the medical device industry, the pharmaceutical regulatory, all these different aspects of the pharmaceutical business. And so now we feel prepared to answer any question that they you know, plan to throw at us. And plus, unlike his first pitch, it was two of us answering the questions <laughs> now. And there's a lot of, you know, like background information that we've gained in the last six yep. weeks or seven weeks. So. so did you both go through the incubator? Yeah, we did it together. Yes. Okay, nice. nice. Now, now, so did you enter the incubator by, by yourself and then bring Anubhav to? No, so uh, actually, we pulled Anubhav in to help us with the presentation for the initial pitch. Okay, cool. But Anubhav couldn't make it because he was still, obviously, he had classes and everything. <laughs> yeah, <in his> <laughs> <office>. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't graduated by then, yeah, but yeah. I'm good now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, good. yeah, I had a little bit more time to focus on it, but Anubhav was a crucial part of developing the entire presentation, along with Matt, who isn't here today, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it was a very team and collective effort on everyone's part and that's what really brought us here today mm -hmm. did you did you two know each other before uh okay so that, that i was like yeah, yeah. did you just go to a high school no, no, no. we've been best friends since yeah, like no, 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 i just pulled, okay. i pulled this guy out of i like the cut of his jib <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah we've known each other for a while so. nice, okay nice. okay yeah. so so um so what what are the things about the incubator that really stuck with you that really you know kind of the the gems right that that you kind of always stuck to because obviously starting a business, I mean, you're, you're young. I mean, you guys are young. I mean, w w yeah, I can imagine if I started a business right out of high, high school, that would have been awesome. But yeah. I took a little bit of time off and did some other stuff. But, um, but anyways, so what was it about the incubator that really stuck with you guys um, and, and you think are going to be the kind of a stepping stone to your next year? I would say the mentors, like by far, the fact that they have like, I don't know how many, but it's like easily 20 to 30 mentors on demand, people that are just there or on call who are ready to kind of advise you and help you out with any glitches or, you know, business plan problems or, you know, steps forward in, you know, how to, how to reach out to different people. They're, they're there for you. And they're uh, not only that, they're presenting new materials to you every, every single week in the um, mm -hmm. incubator. Right. So we had a, we had a presentation on the startup financing or law legal aspects or how to market it properly and stuff like this. So there's many different aspects that they covered through their mentors, which was really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the mentors provide thousands and thousands of hours of experience each and just to have them at our disposal and then making themselves available for us was a huge part and a huge factor of what I'll remember from this experience. Mm -hmm. Now, now let's talk about the kind of things that challenged you. What, what was challenging about this, the, this process? Cause it didn't seem like, 
um, it, you know, Rich didn't didn't make it seem like it was an easy process, right? It didn't. They, I mean, he almost wanted to break you guys. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was <laughs> yeah. kind of the, yeah. the, the same thing of it is that you almost kind of want to, you know, you want to break the horse to make him run faster, kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, the wow. idea was like, you know, like they kind of said like, not all of you are gonna make it through, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of like this kind of like gauntlet thing that you have to go through, and only only a few selected few will get out. So and that's what happened, right? So only eight of us made it out. And um, made it out alive, but um, you know, I mean, it, it's you got you what you get out of it is how much you put in, right? So that's what I've said about everything, whether it's high school or whatever. So you know, how much effort you put in your business plan, executive summary, or presentations mm-hmm. every week, elevator pitch. If you don't go home and revise, and we advise, I think we spent you know a good ten to fifteen hours, you know, weekly, easily on between each weeks, you know, just prepping and working on different things. Might be even more than fifteen hours combined uh, per week. But, you know, doing all those things, that, that's kind of what, you know, takes up the grueling aspect and makes it a learning, uh, you know, opportunity for us. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, what, what, is, what was the ask that you guys had, had today? So we, we couldn't really ask for much. We are still within our proof of concept in alpha stages. We're moving in to our alpha stage fully uh, within the next coming months and then hopefully a functional beta. And at the alpha stage, you can't really ask for money from people. You can ask for convertible debt notes, which obviously you have to pay back because it's debt. Yeah. Um, that's not something that we're fully interested in right now. And we're going to probably seek, well, we are definitely going to seek grant money from different organizations within the coming months. And in, in the coming months, we're, we're planning to finish our functional beta prototype with the manufacturers, the contract manufacturers. So, um, you know, we'll probably come back to these guys and, you know, repitch to them as for them to invest as, you know, seed investors mm-hmm. or private angels so it's a different kind of financing. so it's all been self-funded friends and family kind of a we thing, won five thousand dollars from the yukon uh, oh, innovation nice. quest yep. so that the judges award we placed fourth out of 81 submissions so we got five thousand dollars from there um and we'll be applying to multiple different grants from now on so you know getting money from there um yeah. so uh connecticut's kind of getting into the the medical device sort of market and stuff um now is this sort of an idea you kind of like want to see grow out of connecticut like home you know home team rah 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 or you know are you guys kind of looking like we're going to take this where we can take this no this this needs to be global i mean this yeah because you know there's only there's 3.5 million americans using epipens you know in the u.s but there's the market all outside in europe and australia and, and asia and stuff so once we kind of market it to the U.S., um, there's going to be a different regulatory pathway for Europe, and we will probably get through that. But the idea is to get it everywhere. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. So, so I mean, and yeah, and obviously the medical device industry is a long, it's it's a it's a process, right? It's it doesn't, it's not overnight, and it and it definitely. So, Oof. so I'm glad you guys are young and willing to take this, take yeah. that on. Yeah. So, uh, both at UConn or what? No, so he's at UConn. He's a freshman going into a sophomore year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be a, I'll be a freshman in Georgia Georgia Tech next. Uh, next oh, very year. nice. So so it'll be a nice kind of long distance relationship. <laughs> yeah, <there. laughs> CTO, our CTO is also at UConn as well. Yeah, okay, so. nice. Yeah, that's nice. also at UConn. Cool. So so maybe green. so hopefully you can yep. get some. So maybe down in Georgia Tech too. There's some stuff. Going exactly. On so you know Atlanta's a huge hub for startup scene. You know it's the fourth largest or fourth biggest startup scene in the country, especially for medical devices and medical technology. It's huge down there. Um, especially when the city will be easy f- for us to find, you know, people that can make the product for us or mm-hmm. develop different things. So um, it'll be cool to have a, you know, bilateral approach to this development. So yeah, that's great. So um, any uh, any last words on uh, IQ? I mean, any any asks that you're looking for? I mean, I- I are you looking for new other mentors? Are you looking for other people in the medical device industry to kind of reach out? Like yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, right now we're still in a very preliminary stage. We still have a lot of to learn and a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And until we get to that point, I think we're going to try to keep it extremely low key mm-hmm. for this point on. But as we do grow, we are going to try to expand more and look for more mentor advice and 
people to bring into this uh, journey with us. And okay. we also want more guidance on the FDA things because, you know, uh, I mean, just getting through the FDA alone is probably the hardest part mm. of this entire uh, thing. So yes, I imagine. Especially for, <laughs> for people that have no, you know, experience in this field. So it's going to be tough to, we'll have to find a partner or someone that can take us along with the ride or, you know, help us out with that. So that'll, that'll be the main challenge for us, I, I believe. Someone who has millions of dollars. <laughs> 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 Financing and getting through that, the preclinical okay, and clinical. Cool. So. What are your majors, by the way? I don't know if we, uh, did we ask that? Yes. No. Um, I'm <laughs> no, we did not. No, we did not. <laughs> I'm a management and engineering for manufacturing here at UConn. Matt's also that. And uh, I'll be doing industrial engineering in Georgia Tech, which uh, it's basically uh, economic and financial systems. I'll be doing that. So, so a so. bunch of engineers. Got it. Engineers mixed with business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. So um, if there are some mentors out there that have gone through the FDA process and, and medical device and everything, where, and they want to reach out to you, where could they reach out to you? Uh, they can reach out to our email, epigollc at gmail.com. Yep. That would be a great place. That would be great. Or if you want to contact se separately, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Did you want me to skip? No, I mean, you, you don't have to do your, your, you can your give cell your phone numbers. Phone you know, number, so. home yeah. ad, social everything. security is <laughs> bank account <laughs> numbers. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, cool. So, um, so yeah, so if there's anybody out there that want to help these guys um, kind of uh, feel out the FDA process and uh, help them through that, please do it because this is uh, – I know some people who use EpiPens. And this, this is, is a life-saving idea. The email is E-P-I-G-O-L-L-C at gmail.com. Yep. All right, very good. Well, John – and Bob, yep. thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I was Told you it was funny. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Thank you for listening to the CT Startup Podcast. We want to thank our audio sponsor, the Murphy Kalina Law Firm, our guests for their time and input, our production company, Sublime Exposure Online, and of course you, our listeners, for helping make all this possible. Make sure to check out our Facebook page, our webpage at ctstartup.com, and our Twitter at ctstartupcast. And please make sure to join our newsletter for all the latest information on the connected startup. Oh, 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 oh,